there are no mistakes in the universe. You cannot miss it. But the only thing that you will miss is not doing it, not betting on yourself. And the thing is, I because I went through all of that, when I come to something that I don't know, when it comes to something that I feel in my heart now, I have so many examples of say, girl, if you don't do it, you can do it later or you can do it now, but you will do it. Do it now. To right. do it now. You will do Oh, girl, somebody needs to hear this. Yeah. This is the Cumberbell Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all. Kim Gravel here. This is the Kim Gravel Show. And this season, we are talking about leveling up our life and stepping into our purpose. And we're going to do that right now. And we're going to do that together. Okay, wait till you see who we've got on the show. Carla Hall, you are going to know her from TV, from all her cooking, from all her um, amazing shows that she hosts and is a part of. But what I love about Carla Zach, because see, I met Carla at the Tamron Hall show not too long ago. We were both there. I was yeah. promoting the book, and she was promoting her QVC line. Didn't know it. Just ran into I her. didn't know that either. I didn't. I didn't either. I, I mean, I knew she had a line on QVC, but I didn't know she was going to be there. And we hit it off instantly. It's Carla's zest for life and food and love that I think people connect with so much. She's such a positive person, has a lot of energy, but at the same time, she has a reason that she does what she does. Wait till you hear yeah. her story and how it came about. Zach, have you ever seen Carla? I was a big fan of Carla um, on Top Chef. And it's actually really funny because Carla's one of those people who is like, I think, like more famous than she is in a way. Like my the um, Mike yeah. who edits the show is like, oh my gosh, I love Carla Hall. And like, <laughs> you know, my wife is like, oh my gosh, I love Carla Hall. I love Carla and Hall, like, right. Everyone knows who she is and she's just so amazing. And she has, like, she's so filled with life. But she's had like she's this She's so authentic. Really, yeah. She's so authentic, Zach. She's so real. And wait till you hear her story and you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be uplifted. You're going to learn about Carla, but you're also going to be inspired yourself. So- Uh, don't go anywhere. Right after this, Carla Hall. I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's reached out to me about uh, the book Collecting Confidence, my new book that has just been such a blessing to hear from you. Um, It's been a bestseller, and it's, and more importantly, it's the messages I'm getting that it's touched your life is really (laughs) <laughs> you you have no idea. That is true success to me. If you've taken anything, any nugget, any truth out of that book and applied it and, and related to it in your own life, I say thank you. Um, Zach, it's just been so amazing to hear people say to me, Kim, this book touched me. Mm. That's why I did it, is that I want everyone to walk in their collected confidence. So you can start where you are and become everything you're meant to be. Doesn't matter your age. Doesn't matter um, what you look like, where you come from. Confidence is right there for you and can be everything. Help you be everything you're meant to be. Thank y'all. I love you. 
Oh, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Uh, our guest today, she went from accountant to model to author to chef. Okay, she's a TV star. She was the TV star of Top Chef. Uh, she was on The Chew, one of my favorite daytime shows of all time, and is a fixture on the Food Network. Her latest cookbook, Carla Hall Soul Food, is an everyday celebration and was published in 2018 and is one of the best-selling cookbooks on every list out there. I love this about her, though. She, Zach, she worked as a caterer, a teacher, uh, a private chef. She's a keynote speaker. Y'all, welcome Miss Carla Hall. Carla Hall. Um, I would like to package that up in a to-go box, please. Um, it is. It is. We're going to send it right to you. Isn't that fantastic? And you deserve it. You deserve the biggest intro. Carla, how are you? Now, can I just say real briefly, Carla and I just recently met in person on the Tamron Hall show. Mm-hmm. I was so glad to see you that day. I was like, oh my God, because I knew you had the new line coming out on QVC and it's like uber yeah. successful. And I'm like, I wonder if she knows if I'm on QVC. I'm going to go just attack her and meet her and see if she if, if we can connect. <laughs> and it was instant, instant kinship. 100%. It was instant because the day that I launched on March 22nd, I was at QVC and I was looking at Mary and I saw you on screen. I'm like, who is that? And I was, your oh, energy God. popped off the screen. I was like, whatever she's selling, I want to buy. Okay. I mean, it was <laughs> seriously, I was like, so, okay, you know, you, know, you have your phone. <laughs> and you have to, yeah. I mean, oh, girl, amazing. I've tapped that out. Yeah, I've tapped that out. I mean, all right. So, Carla, listen, let's we got to talk because there's so much to talk. You've done so much, girl. I mean, where have you not been and what have you not done? I have not done race car driving yet. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Now, see, Carla, you're speaking it out in the world. It's gonna, you're gonna, gonna end happen. up in a race car. Right. Yeah, I have 100%. not. Um, what was I? Gonna, I haven't jumped out of a plane. Oh well, let's not. I don't know if I. Okay. <laughs> Kim's a big fan. Come. It's okay. Kim's a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. You know what? Um, so, do you know enneagrams? I'm a seven. And it's called the adventurer. Oh, okay. I have a wing eight. It makes so much sense. I'm a seven wing. I'm wing seven. So we're 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 like this. We are a box. We are literally a box. We are complete. We are complete. And so I don't mind starting over. I don't mind not knowing, Mm. but I'm curious about a lot of things. Um, I know sometimes what stops people is the fear of the unknown, where I am propelled by the unknown. You know, and and so you I see it as an adventure. adventure. I see it as an adventure, and my motto is "Say yes, adventure follows, then growth." Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Say yes, Ooh. adventure follows, and and then growth. Yes. Okay. You. This was. I did not know this about you because I mean, I see you as the chef. I see you as this. You know, very accomplished. You know, TV star in the in the culinary world. You didn't go to culinary school, Carla, until you were 30? Yes, correct. I was 30. Okay. How did that all happen? Can you give us your journey, you know, of how that happened? Yeah. So um, I wanted to do theater. I did theater from 12 to 17. I know you can't tell. I'm a little shy. <laughs> you know what? No, seriously, Kim. I, y'all, I, y'all, I, y'all, you're laughing, Zach. But I was super, super shy up until 12. Really? And I saw my first play, Bubbling Brown Sugar, on Broadway. 
my uncle was in the chorus and I went home and I was saying one of those lines as one of the characters mm. for a month. And my mother's like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this girl? And one of her sin- friends said, put her in theater. And she found a theater camp at the YMCA and I went to the theater camp and it was like, you couldn't even, I mean, it was like the, the box was oh. shattered. So theater really saved me, I think. And so I then was part of the Nashville Academy Theater in Nashville, Tennessee, obviously. And um, and then I wanted to go to a conservatory and I didn't get accepted or my acceptance was deferred at Boston University. That rejection sort of shut me down. And I went and about phase to accounting. Carla. I, I, I know. I know. Right. So then I did accounting. So in accounting, they're like, okay, if you're going to do this, um, they're pushing public accounting. Okay. Take the CPA exam. All right. And now I'm working for Price Waterhouse in Tampa, Florida, and I'm, I'm going to be sitting for the CPA exam. And then all this time I'm like, Oh my gosh, I hate my job. I want, I don't want to be 40 and hate my job. So I did another pivot, but I continued to study for the CPA exam while I was over in Paris and um, I had one telephone number and a girl I didn't know. And I went to Paris with that one telephone number. Couldn't speak the language. I had 10 words of French and thought I was going to starve because I didn't know how to, or I, I was ordering food that I didn't know how to pronounce and they wouldn't give it to me until I got it correctly. And, um, you know, <laughs> en croissant du beurre, second play coming from Nashville, Tennessee. And they're like, en croissant du beurre. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did you not know the language, but then you had a different dialect altogether. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't even understand that. Okay, but look, you know, Carla, you're telling me all this, and I just had this massive aha moment in my head because um, your calling finds you. Yes. Even if you make a mistake. Yes. I got cold chills when I just said that because somebody needed to hear that. Because yes. you said that one rejection made you go into a completely, clearly you're brilliant, but like accounting, I could, you need to be with people, not numbers. Oh, you need to be, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're light, you're joy, you're happy, you're entertaining. Like, but it found you, Carla. Yeah. At 44, when you went on Top Chef, that changed your whole life. Y'all, I'm getting cold chills. Somebody needs to hear this, Carla. No, 100%. Even if you missed it. you. But there are no mistakes in the universe. You cannot miss it. But the only thing that you will miss is not doing it, not betting on yourself. And the thing is, I because I went through all of that, when I come to something that I don't know, when it comes to something that I feel in my heart now, I have so many examples of say, girl, if you don't do it, you can do it later or you can do it now, but you will do it. Do it now. To do it now. You will do. Oh, girl, somebody needs to hear this. Yeah. I mean, it it is a blessing. Nothing is also lost. Every single thing that I've done, I can still see the benefit of doing that thing. Accounting, um, going to Paris, um, you know, working uh, at a lunch delivery. I started a lunch delivery service, but when I was in London modeling, I ended up working at a sandwich shop, right? And then that informed when I came back to DC after that to start a lunch delivery service using all the things that I had eaten and was experiencing in London. So nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted and it's never too yes. late. You know, when you when you decided to go be on Top Chef, how did that all come about? Because everybody remembers you from Top mm-hmm. Chef and then we got to talk about the Chew because that was my favorite all-time show. And I, they should have never canceled, I mean, they should have never gone off air. And we'll talk about that in a second. But like, what made you want to go and say, you know what? I'm going to be 
<laughs> I'm going to try on Top Chef because you didn't actually win Top Chef, did you? You were runner up. No. And, and this is why I tell people you don't need to win. But this is how Top Chef came about. I had a long um, Christmas season. I was sitting on the couch and that's when I just 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 binge and, you know, let the TV do its work, you know. And I was watching mm-hmm. Top Chef from season one to three and season four was about to start. And then a friend oh, wow. called me and said, you, you should do Top Chef. I said, yeah, that would be great. That would be so much fun. I literally had just found out about the show. Then one day um, my sous chef came in and said, I had a dream you were on Top Chef. So when I got home that day, um, I had a call from Magical Elves saying, oh, hey, we're from Magical Elves. And would you like to audition for Top Chef? I thought it was a prank call. I wasn't going to call them back. (laughs) So then I had it on my cell phone. I had it on my home phone. And they couldn't. They said, oh, like Don Descoffier, but they they sort of messed up the name. And everything that in my world was just coming together. And that's how I got on. A woman named Catherine Newell Smith gave them my name. And I didn't even realize it. And I went to her for a reference, not knowing she was the person who gave them my name. That's how connected we are, like in this universe. When Mm. you're meant to do something, right? And It'll find you. But look, check this out. So here I am. I'm up there at CIA for my interview. And I go in. They don't say anything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home. Now, I I have to take a train from D.C. I am in the train station. And I am looking at my phone. I had a message. I was going to call my husband. I said, oh, I have a message. Let me get that before I leave because I'm going to get on the train. And it was them asking me to do a callback. Now, I was 20 minutes from getting on that train. Instead, I turned around and went back. Can you imagine getting that message on the train? Stop! Stop the train! Stop the train! Oh, my gosh. Every single thing was just like, I am supposed to be here. Right? Yeah. But you're, you're, you're 44. I was 44. Like so many people, so many people say, I have so many women say to me, I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm too old or I'm too this, or I'm just a mom or I'm just, a, you know, I'm just a, and then you fill in uh-huh, the blank. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You are 44, Carla. You were heading into your prime of your earning potential, your brand building, your TV career as a f- CPA slash chef slash restaurant didn't you have a failed restaurant as well yeah i had that at 50 something yeah child yes okay (laughs) yeah i sure did no but look look this is the thing i think a lot of people especially women and i and i will be 60 next year girl i'll be celebrating the entire year you do not i swear you look like you 42 okay look Okay, it's all melanin and all the things. But, um, so, I mean... <laughs> true that, true right? that. But think about it. And I, I want to bring up Tina Turner. Even though she was a singer, she sort of recreated mm, herself she at 41. Right? And so life is yeah. not over. When you can honestly rein in your wisdom of all those years, okay? We're, I think we're, we're groomed to think, hey, life is going to be over. You're doing, you're in the thing, which is what I thought. I said, I don't want to be 40 and wish I had it because at 40, I figure out, I think I'm, I would have figured it all out. But at 40, I had the wisdom to take more chances with all of the things that were in front of me and to be able to see them as opportunities. And I think by not taking that um, chance on yourself, by betting on yourself, you're wasting all of that wisdom that you accumulated over the years. And you could have been getting busy about it earlier. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like bet on yourself now. Okay, so so then you go to Top Chef, and then comes the yes. chew. Now, for those of you who missed the chew, should we start writing letters now and say, "Bring it back, bring it back"? That was one of the best shows on daytime TV ever. It was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, seven years, I think it was something like seven years, 1200 shows or something like that. I've been saying 2,500, but I think it's only 1200. Cause you know, hyperbole once you get away from it. But, um, one of the things that <laughs> it, it felt like 2,500, <laughs> but it was, when I tell you, it was so much fun. So I was asked to do top chef all-stars in 2010. I was like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, the producers called me three times and I said, okay. Finally, I said, okay. Uh, And one of the producers said, make it part of your business plan. And I was like, huh? Because before me, I was just doing it for a lark. I was just doing it for a personal experience. I wasn't thinking about it fitting into my life. And so at the time, you know, so at the time I, I really didn't want to cater anymore. And I was trying to figure out what my next chapter was going to be. And I said, okay, you know, I think I'll, I just want to do cookies, tiny cookies. And when he said that, I said, oh, my God, I'm going to go on Top Chef just to tell people I don't cater. Don't call me for catering. I don't cater. I was like, you know, uh, uh, I'm a recovery <laughs> caterer. Right. And that was the only, Been there, okay, done that. That was the only reason that I did it, girl, because catering mm. is you know, just a food mover. So when I go on and then I had um, one fan favorite, that's when they were looking for people for the chew. So one opportunity fed into the other. And so I did the whole thing and they called me and it was a whole bunch of people, 200 and some people. They didn't ask me. They shot the pilot. They were working on it a year. And then um, it came up to Top Chef. I won fan favorite. And that's when they brought me in. And the five of us were together for 20 minutes when they announced us as the cast three days later. Boom, boom, boom. And it was, it was kismet. It was magical. It was, um, it was a kindred spirits yeah. of sort, that show. Yeah. It was high level. It was elevated. You guys really had a lot of chemistry. Um, your philosophy in life is something that your grandmother advised you from a young mm-hmm. age. You know, she said, it's, it's your job to be happy, not yes. rich. Do you think that's what you live your 100%. life by? I love 100%. that. Everything I do. When people ask me, how is it that you have so much energy? I said, I have a good picker. I wouldn't be here if I didn't want mm. to be. Um, I, I, I don't say any, I don't mm. say yes to anything. You got a good what? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You got a good what? I have a good picker. I, you got to go, lean into that, babe. Yeah. Lean into that. Yeah. My team. Tell everybody what you mean so by that. What I mean is my gut. I trust my gut. My whole team is used to trusting right. my gut. And it will say, yes, I should do this. No, I shouldn't do this. I have to like the people I do Mm. business with. I have to want, like, and Mm. this started with catering because I used to cater because I thought that the client had the power to choose me. And I realized, no, I can choose you too, because you want me to feel good about your job. If I don't feel good about making your food, it ain't going to be good. So it is a mutual thing. Anybody who is in business, you mm. get to choose your client. Come with that. They, right? And we feel like they have to choose us. It's, it's a mentality. Yes. yes. Even now. Don't you think that applies, Carla, to relationships? Oh. It applies yes. to business. It applies to yes. parenting. It applies to yes. friendships. It's like, what is it about sometimes as women, especially women, 
that we feel like we don't have that power mm-hmm. of choice, but we, we really do. do. And when you step into that power, your world changes. You are you aren't acting Come with, with it. from resentment because I, I and there are times where like somebody will ask me to do something and I'm like, I'm gonna be tired. I'm not going to be in my best mood. But people are like, you're always happy. No, I'm always happy because I want to be there. You you don't want to see me when I'm hungry and tired and resentful for taking this job. Because that is not... That is not a good look. Carla, you have just spoken into my life, and I know everybody listening, in a big way right now because I, you just don't need to say yes no, just to say no. yes. Or because you're desperate. And a lot of times people will say yes because, one, mm. they think if they say no, that person isn't going to come back. If, if your price is your price and they're like, oh, well, I can't afford that, and you start, you know, bringing down your price, it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'll still be here. Call me when you can. (laughs) Right. Yes. Okay. Y'all that we can just totally end the podcast on that because that is such a mind blow. I hope everybody understands what she said because her grandmother said what? It is your job to be happy, not to be rich. Right. Don't you think the riches follow when you're in the happy place? The riches follow. And I mean, so so Kim, even when I look at you, when I look at you on television and you're selling things and we were talking about your business and how it's grown in five years, right? But your authenticity and when I look at you and, and what you're projecting from the screen, you would not project that. If there was a like unhappiness or resentment, oh, that's I mean all those things, the 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 pride that you feel and the joy and confidence that you feel in your products, that's what sells. That's how you come across. You come across with such confidence, and it makes me feel like okay, uh, I feel more confident in your presence, and I think that comes from this whole philosophy that you're walking in what you want to do. Yes. I mean, to me, I got cold chills. The whole thread of your life is that you've just, you've pivoted, you've, you've tried things, you've let your gut guide you. And is that why you're so confident, Carla? Because you really are. Uh, no, let me tell you right now, I can stand right here or sit and tell you I am good at what I do. And I know that I'm good at what I do. You are. And I'm worth every penny that I get from what I do. But it was a process. And when I was on the two and I just did this podcast, I just did a, a thing um, where we were talking about my hard lessons. And when one of the executives said, um, look, you aren't as good as the guys. And maybe it's because he couldn't articulate what he really needed to say to me. But well, uh, but that's Hollywood. It was, it was it was really harsh. But what it did to me, frustration is the ability to do work. What it it helped me do was to say, wait a minute, let me call a meeting and let me go and talk to these producers. I was, I was so upset by that, but I also, I I had to do other things. And, and when he, he was the messenger for my lesson. Mm. And so a lot of times we will have a personal attachment to the messenger because I still had to get to that point of without him saying that, I wouldn't have gotten to my authenticity. Every single day, my prayer was authenticity. Mm. And so really what he was saying was, you aren't as comfortable in your own skin as the guys are. And when I had, when I called that meeting and child, I was crying. I was saying all the things because I just knew I was going to get fired after this. And so I said, let me not sit at home and say, I wish I had to say it. But, um, and then when I finished all of that, he was like, all right, you ready to get to work. 
And basically, I was ready to step into who I am. Right. And a lot of times, even on the other side. So a lot of times we may want, we may feel like we want to say something to somebody and we don't say it because we're like, we don't, we really don't want to hurt their feelings. But when you do that, you deny that person that lesson, the thing that they're supposed to hear Mm. to propel them to do the thing. Right. And so it's, 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 I don't, I have learned not to take it personally when the lesson or how the lesson comes to me, but I'm grateful. If I make it to the other side, I'm better than I was when I was hurt or in angst or whatever. Now, I'm going to tell you this, when somebody says something to me and it may be hurtful, I'm like, oh, hold on one second. I check in. If I don't feel anything about it, I said, child, that's not mine. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's not for me. That's mm-hmm. that gut. That's that gut check. When they say something like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. This might be against me. I need to back mm-hmm. off from that and let that just go in one ear out the other. Oh, and you got to be able to discern that's that right. difference. How that's do right. you do that? How do you discern that? I think it comes from when you were going through those hard lessons, you checked in. And and when I tell you the first three years of the chew, I had my stomach was in knots and gnarly and it was painful. It was like I had a stomach ache. It was painful. And I was like, oh, my God, this, it was the hardest thing. And, and then it, it sure. became less and less and less. And so using that. And so I know now from listening to my body, listening to my spiritual sense voice by voice what that feels like when i have a lesson so you have to learn to use that muscle i've been using it for three decades so and i've learned to use that muscle and to tune in because it is for me anything that happens to me happens for me oh yeah Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. 
ZocDoc will show you top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim, ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. Let me ask you this because I'm so glad you're part of the QVC family with us. It, it is a family. You'll it's just it's an amazing place to be. Now you got to be able to bring it. Right. No joke. It is no joke. And and it is a it is a fake reader. I mean, people know authenticity there. You can't fake it till you make you it. Cannot. You just have to be who you are. Yes. It's live TV. You know, you've done a million TV shows. So tell me about your line. I love the fact that it's called Sweet Heritage. Mm -hmm. I know the story behind it, but can you share it with other people? Because it's absolutely beautiful. Well, I really wanted to, when I think about cooking and I think about how I started cooking, it really was about my grandmothers, um, Freddie Mae and Thelma. Mm. Ah, my grandmother was Thelma too. Stop it. My grandmother was a Thelma too. Yes, honey. Grandma Thelma Hardy. Oh uh huh. All right. <laughs> yeah. I even called oh, my yeah. chicken Thelma at Thelma. the restaurant because my grandma's chicken was so good. And I don't know if she was, like, she was my mascot. Our mascot was like the chicken Thelma. Yes, yes, yes. The thing, I love it. I love it. No, so oh my, God. my whole thing is about heritage and joy and love and mm -hmm. and bringing all of that together and, and, and learning how to cook with love and live with joy, but also honoring my heritage. Food holds so much of our culture. And so I knew that mm. I wanted my um, my motif or my my logo to have those okra flowers to remind myself of my ancestors in Africa. And yes, to anybody else that may just mm. look like a flower, but they mean something to me. So all of my things are charged with my ancestors and my grandmothers and all of that. And I wanted the mm. colors to be bright. And, and just when you have them in the kitchen... You're like, oh my gosh, this just sparks the place up, right? And then also, I I got to work with the engineers. I got to, and I and I, I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy that process. To say, you know, I wow. like that, but I think the handles need to be a little bit bigger because I have big hands and and I and I want these colors. Like all of that, all usually people sort of outsource that part. And I am very much involved because that's how I think. That's how, and, and, and when I am up there, it took four years when I am up there and I'm talking about these things, I am so happy and proud because this little baby was impregnated for four years. Right. You know, and it mm. has, just, it's like giving it birth. Like, it's like giving birth. It really is. And let me tell you, talk about the QVC family. Everybody has just just taken me under their wings and they've been so supportive and and just sort of saying, hey, Carla, we got you. And 
I never feel alone by being on camera with any of these personalities. And it's just, it's just been wonderful. Well, and everybody loves it. It's a huge hit. I'm just going to give a little shameless plug because your immersion blender is so honking good. I'm not kidding you. Child. That thing. It's powerful, isn't it? I bought three of them and it, girl, I think I could, I, don't, I think I could wash my clothes with it. I mean, I think I could just put it in a thing of water and wash the clothes. I mean, it is so good. So, I'm not kidding so, you. Yeah, let me tell you about that. Okay. So I said, if I'm going to do an immersion hand blender, it has to be really powerful because I uh-huh. would never use them to puree suits because they're never powerful enough. And I like really smooth suits, right? So girl, I forget, yeah. I forget how powerful it is. I can't tell you how many times I forgot the thing was powerful and I'm cleaning up splatter from all over my uh, kitchen. What? <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. so good. It's the best one I've ever had. Cause I buy them and they die. Yeah. You know, they like, like, and yours is, I bought three of them. I bought two for gifts and everybody's like, this blender is so good. I, Y'all go try the blender. Trust what I'm telling child, you. And that's all the one. You turn up the 10, you better stop. You better watch out, child. Level 10. Girl, I ain't got past three. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm afraid of 10. I'm afraid of 10. <laughs> no, it's so good. The quality. And my point is the quality's there. Y'all go check out uh, her line. Do, do you have other things coming up? Like, what's the plan? What's the future? What's next? Yes. So I have, can I talk about it? Like I do have yeah, some other things not? coming up and I have talk about the color. It. So going into the fall, we've got this berry. So we have plum in the summer. Berry is coming in the fall. Mm. Mushroom is coming in the fall. So mm. like a neutral palette. I've got a, an everyday cooker that is coming in Ooh. and it, it's a, it's an everyday pan nonstick and it has a steamer. And look, check this out. I've had so much fun creating recipes for every one of my products. So if you get my products, at least five recipes per product. Child, you have a whole cookbook. You have a whole cookbook when you get my products. Because I make sure I have an electric knife coming out. I have a, a, a rolling pin with variable um, little sizers. And I'm doing one that's a half inch because when I did my petite cookies and I would roll them out and I did half inch by half inch cubes. Right. So oh, all God, of those so things, I mean, I am, I'm so excited. And can we, oh, speaking of being hungry, child, have you tried my hot chicken? The, the, no. the raw hot chicken? You better shut no. your face, girl, because it is so darn good. <laughs> I, I'm saying, you, I mean, you, you got to get two packages because one of them, you're going to just be hitting okay. somebody inside the head right. with the raw chicken. Now you said hot chicken? Wait, you said, so, wait, what is it? It's hot, it's raw chicken? It's a hot chicken. It's hot, but it's raw. Okay. So you cook it at home. And so okay. it doesn't come cooked. It is hand butchered. Oh my gosh. It is free range. It is not injected. It is juicy. Like the skin has a yellow tinge. It when I say mm. hand butchered, it's not gonna come to you with all kind of flabby fat hanging off of it because somebody took a knife and cut that thing and, and it's a and half carved of a it bird. Out carved it out, hand-seasoned, and cryovac. So while that chicken is resting in that cryovac, all those spices are going into it. And when I tell you it okay. is so juicy and not injected. Oh, I'm getting Juicy it. and not injected. I wish I could say the same about my face, but I can't. <laughs> Kim, <laughs> shut up, girl. Shut up, girl. Juicy. So, hey, so you're Ann. You're, you're J and I. Juicy, I'm juicy and injected. And I'm injected. <laughs> and I'm injected. <laughs> All right, girl, we, we got we got to do something real quick. Before any, every guest we have, we do this thing called Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire questions. So we're just going to ask you random question, 
And I don't even have to tell you this because what comes up comes out. So just yeah. don't even think about it. Just, just she's stretching. Bam, bam, bam. All right. She's okay. ready. Yeah, she's, she's stretching. Ready. She's stretching. Yeah. Um, what is your baking pet peeve? Oh, my God. No salt in the sweet. Ooh, nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 Nice. That's a good little tidbit, too. Uh-huh. We're, we're always telling bakers on the baking championship shows, you need more salt. You need more salt. Salt balances sweet. So things don't taste overly cloyingly sweet. You need salt and acid. It's a balance. Mm. Nice. Some people overdo oh, well, it with the salty okay. sweet, you know. But okay, well, I think I overdo. I think I baking is always to me that's like a a, a specific science. I, I'm not a good baker because I'm a little. Let's put a little of this. It doesn't have to be exact. Yeah, but you. But there are some things you can do with that, like a chocolate mousse. You you know you have some chocolate, you have some cream. Mm. You know you can do that with that. Like any kind oh. of puddings, you can sort of flow. You know you can be like really nice. Okay. Okay. But when it comes okay. to and even biscuits, if you use like a self rising flour, you can kind of be willy nilly because you feel the dough. But when it comes to making things uh, consistently the same, you really do need. That you need to respect the recipe. Oh, respect the recipe. That was my next question. What's the secret to making uh, great biscuits? Uh, whisking your flour before you measuring it. Seriously. Oh. I, there are so many secrets. What? Whisking. Yes. People don't know how to measure flour. Okay. I, I'm going to be working. I'm working on that too. I'm working on like the whole. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So people don't know how to <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. People oh, God. If you make a flour. biscuit mix. If you make a biscuit mix, I'm about to come. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm one of, I'm one of many few, one of few biscuit no, I, queens, but look, I love a good drop biscuit. Oh, okay. Mm. So when you're making mm. biscuits, anything, when your biscuits are, or, or, um, cookies or cake, when you're measuring your flour, people just, this is settled into your cup. A lot of times they will take that cup and they're like, all in the bag and they come out with that pressed flour, you know, and they're like one, when that could be one and a quarter I do cups. It. Yeah. That, and so, and then you blame the recipe and then you wonder why sometimes your recipe is good. And sometimes it isn't. It's because you're not measuring the flour correctly. And so generally what I do is I have people measure flour and then I'll say, okay, now I'm going to put that in a bowl. And now I'm going to properly measure your flour out of what you just measured and what you think is a cup. I'm going to whisk it. I'm going to spoon that flour into a measuring cup, scrape it off. And then nine times out of 10, I'll have two to three tablespoons left in that bowl. And so if you have two to three tablespoons, every time you're measuring a cup, now it throws off the wet to dry ratio. So you're like, this is a bad recipe. I don't like these cookies. I don't like that. I don't like that cake. When in fact, girl, you just blew my mind. Yeah. That just, I have never heard that before. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I got, I've got one. It's going to throw you for a loop. Okay. What is the secret to a great online dating profile? Cause didn't you meet your husband on match.com? Okay. I sure did. Being honest, my girl, my name was Scrabble girl and I didn't even iron my t-shirt when I got there. <laughs> and I, I mean, talk about being like goofy and nerdy. And, uh, my, my friends were like, you, you're going out like that. I'm like, this is how I am 99% of the time. So he needs to see me the way <laughs> I am. What you see is what you get. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So the, the thing is to be honest, don't try to trap somebody by being who you hope you were going to be because, <laughs> uh, you know, you, the real you will show up and somebody's going to be disappointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So y'all keep it real. Keep it 100. Why it do you 100. gargle with coconut oil? Oh, to pull out all of the impurities in my mouth. So, okay. These baking I'm going to try shows, that. I'm going to tell you, 
the baking shows, y'all. I take one for the team. Everybody say, oh my God, you get to eat all those sweets. I'm like, it's, it starts out with 12 bakers, okay? It's, it's a lot of bakers. You have to eat. It's just, it's a bite. 12 bites of anything is a lot. You, even a piece of cake is like maybe, what, six bites? So you have 12 yes. bites. You just eat, sitting there eating two pieces of cake. So, um, and then I start to feel um, a lot of like stickiness in my mouth. And so I do yeah. the oil pulling. And so it pulls that. It's m- microbial. So it pulls in all of the impurities and you spit it out. And so it actually helps. It helps your sinuses. It does all kinds of things. Oh, I'm oh. going to do that. I'm, I'm going to try, try that. that. I've heard about it. Okay. Fa- uh, uh, who's your celebrity crush? Um, Jamie Oliver. That's the first one that came up to my head. Ooh, I mean, I mean who's, my, who's my celebrity like uh, food crush? That's a good one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Idris Elba might be up in there somewhere too. Everyone, Idris Elba. He is very fine. Uh, fine. I'll take that. Favorite junk food? Oh, um, hot dogs. God, I'm, I'm about to order some oh, hot dogs right oh now, my child. God. I, I, I was talking about it earlier. Oh. I love hot dogs. I mean, I... Oh, I love hot dogs. Uh, Me too. I, what is it? So it's just so bad it's good, right? I'm it's just to so bad. It's good. The QVC. I literally am saying, "What about hot dogs?" I, I have a whole chapter. Uh, what about them? In my would, Carl Hall kill. Soul Food with hot dogs. I have a whole chapter on hot okay, dogs. Okay, okay, oh. okay. What yes. is your favorite topping on a hot dog? Because I have mine, and it's 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 not weird. It's just a little different. Well, it's weird. first I take the, you like Zach is like weird. Um, I'm like it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> first I take the mustard on top of the hot dog, and I spin the hot dog so the mustard can go around the bread and the hot dog. I do that twice, and then I come back with a little bit of ketchup and I do a smear, smear, just a, not a whole complete smear. Turn, turn. Okay, just a pom pom. Turn, turn. Then I put in um, relish and a little bit of chopped onion. That is my go-to straight up right there right okay yes um, well i do slaw oh, i do slaw is good was that was that a, an applause that was an applause that was yeah, an applause that was... for that i'm gonna tell you you deserve the applause for the turn of the dog i never thought of that so you just kind of just go boo 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 get it evenly distributed yes. on mm-hmm. the dog yes and can i tell you this about oh me because i just want to share my weirdness when i order a hamburger i'm like can i have a toothpick please because um, when I get my hamburger, mm-hmm. I cut it in half. The half that I'm not eating, I put a toothpick in it and put the cut side down so that when the juice starts running out of it, my bun is inside it by the time I get to the next half. Come on. Wow. That's huge advice. Oh, my God, Carla, you have completed That's... me. You complete me. Uh, wait, wait. So, more Kim, question. what do you put on yours? Just coleslaw? That's not that weird. Coleslaw. I put chili. I put whatever it is, but I love a coal. I love a slaw dog. See, chili yeah. and coleslaw. And would I don't be like my dogs too thick. I don't right. like. I don't like my dogs too thick. I like them. I like them just. They just. They, I like them plump, but I don't want to have to like, like break my jaw to eat it. I want it to go in. Okay. Yeah, that right. You know, a, a lot of times people think bigger is better, and it's just not. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not, babe. It's not. Whoa. Okay, Zach, leave that alone. Leave that alone. Let's let it let it I'm sit. Just, I'm let, just backing let away it sit. slowly. All right. Just back away. Um, a couple more questions. When you host the worst cooks in America, what is the biggest mistake people make when they're cooking? Oh my god! Um, when the pan gets hot and they have oil in it, they literally stand back. They're scared and they go and they throw the food into the oil. I mean, and then splatter, and then a fire starts, and then they're screaming. Guilty. All right. I mean, they're like. <laughs> 
Um, they don't know how to moderate heat and they don't know how to season. And, and another thing, when they're seasoning, they're so close to the food, they're like clump, clump. I mean, the yeah. salt looks like polka dots <laughs> instead of snow. It's, it's, yes. Uh-huh. We want snow, not want, polka dots. Exactly. We want snow. All right. Anybody, this last question, anybody listening, Carla, what piece of advice would you give someone who said, I'm ready to pivot. I need to make a change. What do I do? Listen to the signals. Once you make that statement, I want you to notice what people come into your orbit, what you start seeing, right? Because those are clues. That's the universe saying, I heard you and we're going to get you there. But it's a process. And you have to trust the process. A lot of times people give up before the pro- before they're, they're done baking. So you have to bake in it. Mm. And then you just have to, you, you, yeah. I, I can't, so many people are like, oh my gosh, I almost gave up and yeah. then this happened. I'm like, it's happened because you did the work, but it's gonna, the universe hears you. And I want, and here's an example. Your consciousness changes. When you get a new car, you know how you start seeing that car? Now all of a sudden the car yeah. is everywhere. Those cars were always there. You spoke yours into existence. You have it. Mm. And now you start seeing them everywhere. So speak mm. your thing into an existence and see what, what shows up. Yeah, just that's the first step. Ah, oh, Carla, I love you. Okay, everybody, go to Carla's Instagram, call her P, uh, Carla P. Hall. Get her line on QVC is called Sweet Heritage. Check it out. The uh, Immersion Blender is everything. And her book is called Carla Hall's Soul Food. You are one soulful lady, and I love you to death. I'm so glad to be part of your QVC family. Thank you so I love much. You, girl. I love this. Ah, Zach. Oh, thanks for Mwah. being here. <laughs> Deuce. Okay, Zach, so many like practical tips and also nuggets of wisdom with Carla. I loved how she was like saying, Zach, she's just who she is. She's showing up as who she is. And what her grandmother told her about like, you know, pursue happiness, not riches. Yeah. That blew my mind. So good advice. My mind. Yes. You see someone like Carla, at least I do, and I'm like, Oh, she's doing exactly what she needs to be doing. Like she yes. shouldn't be. Can you imagine her as an accountant? Like that that just makes like Well, I'm sure she's brilliant, but it's like, girl, you were made for this. Right. Yeah, you know, like right. so, but it yeah. found her again. And that's what I want to tell everybody watching right now. Whatever you have that you have in your heart to do, it's not too late. Carla was 44 before she even entered Top Chef. 44 years old. Okay. So wherever you are right now, just put it out there and get started. Take that one step and you'll be surprised how it will show up for you and find you. All right. Till next time, everybody, tell somebody about the Kim Gravel Show. If you want that little bit of encouragement and you want to share the love with others, we'd appreciate it because we love you tuning in and listening. Um, Till next time, I'm Kim. I'm Zach. And we love you. I was like, I know this face. Why do I know this face? And, you know, menopause has you meet people every day. Oh, girl, I can't. Look, (laughs) right. I can't remember my own children's names, much less anything else. I can't remember my mama's name, and I call her mama. It's like if you hover over her image, you can expand the frame in the upper right. She's big. All right, right. let's do it. I was going to make her even bigger, because that's what she's she's entitled to it. No, I'm too big already. (laughs) I mean big. All right. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. 
Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you. So thank you for listening and we love you.